so as we in Britain can head back to the gyms, shops and pubs, here's GB's hockey captain telling us about their lockdown in the Far East. Six days in the hotel, with their bedroom door opening just three times a day for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Thanks for joining me, Mark Shardlow here, and a special hello to all the new followers. There's been a flurry over the last few days, so thank you for joining me. Every weekday I've got 10 minutes of Olympic and Paralympic chat, and today it's with Adam Dixon. I last spoke to Adam just days after he became a dad at the end of January, one of Team GB's newest dads. He's the captain of England and GB Hockey, and I found him on the first real international hockey tour for over a year. Hi Mark, um, I am doing very well, thank you. I am currently in um, quarantine in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, two days into a six-day required quarantine before we can be released and uh, hopefully play some hockey and play some hockey in conditions that will be very similar to the Olympics. So this is the, the main reason for being here. So you won't know this, but I uh, recorded an interview with Shona McCallin last Thursday that was due to go out on Friday to talk about the tour, but obviously had to pull the episode because her tour was pulled. But maybe you can give us an insight. And she was trying to predict what it was like, but you can actually say how is isolation? What sort of steps are being taken to make sure that you are all safe? Yeah. Um, first of all, it was a real shame that the women's team couldn't be here because, um, as you know, the the opportunities to be able to play international fixtures between now and the games are, are going to be very, um, very, uh, very hard to come by. So this was a huge trip for us in our preparations for the games. Yeah, quarantine. Nothing can really prepare you for it, other than you know the housebound lockdowns that we've that we've had sort of in the UK have given us a bit of a heads up and in terms of keeping yourself entertained, how to reach out to other people who aren't in the same room as you and and still communicate effectively. So it's it's definitely been challenging. We've had to come on with Xboxes, a few snacks. And yeah, all the home comforts because we are literally locked in a room. We get a knock three times a day on the door and our meals are left outside. All in all, it's pretty lonely, but we're 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 managing to stay fairly sociable as a team. We're having little check-ins. We like split up into groups of four or five and we just see how we're getting on. We've um managed to keep some physical stuff going. So within those small groups of four or five, we're doing exercises that have been prescribed for us and little um yeah, home workouts using, you know, jumping off chairs and beds and things to try and, you know, replicate some of the stuff that we do in the gym back home. So it's all it's all very testing, but um we're we're prepared for it to be this way. So we we're already ahead of ahead of the curve and nothing's come as a as a shock. Yeah, and that's I mean that's what the last year has been about really, hasn't it? Sort of knowing what's coming and just accepting it really because there's not much you can do other than accept it. But 6 days uh is a long time. I don't think many of us would have spent 6 days in a hotel room not being able to go out. So how are you getting by? Yeah, like I've alluded to, I've I've brought my Xbox um which since having uh, a newborn baby, uh, my gaming time has decreased significantly. So I'm using this as a bit of a catch-up trip. And also, you know, there's probably 10 others in the team who are who are in the same boat um, with their consoles. And we're all wired up to each other playing um, and chatting away. So we're, we're managing to stay um, mentally active, if you call it that. What are you playing? Uh, we're playing Call of Duty, that, which I know a lot of um, cricketers, I was listening to uh, one of the 
one day matches Stuart Broad was commentating on the cricket the other week and he was talking about Call of Duty is how how they've used it to to stay in touch and and yeah I think we've sort of learned some lessons from them we actually have a few members of staff who cross over from the ECB and in England hockey and GB hockey on the nutrition side of things and the doctors so what the cricketers have done in in their sort of quarantine periods the do's and don'ts the lessons that they've learned have been passed down to as as, uh, as hockey players yeah little things little tips like just having some structure to the day making sure that I eat all my meals at the desk in my room rather than sit sitting on my bed and eating because you could end up being you know feet up and on your bed all day for six days is, is not very good when you're preparing for uh, some pretty tough competition yeah so there's, there's there's small things that we're learning from cricket but this has sort of become the new norm and, and we don't actually know what the Olympic environment is going to be like just yet it could I mean it's not going to be as extreme as this I hope but yeah certainly you know having to do team meetings on conference calls that sort of thing we're actually getting pretty good at now I'd say we're yeah we're we're pretty well prepared for for the next few months ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree. I don't think we'll be so extreme at the Olympic Games, but there will be elements that you you'll be taking from this. I'm sure that will be applicable during games time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the reason that we're here in Malaysia, like I've already alluded to, is just the the heat and humidity. Um, so actually, this is good practice for us on small things like hydration and, and nutrition um, so we can get all those strategies sort of nailed down and we're trying to replicate as best we can sort of the group group stage of the Olympics so we've got you know a couple of couple of days on day off a couple of days on day off and then another game I think we think we've got five games whilst we're here against Malaysia and Japan so we've got some pretty tricky opposition to be playing against um, so yeah we now that we're getting to the sort of pointy end of preparation everything's starting to come together and gathering momentum and that's exactly what we need to create um so hopefully we can get some good results here and um and take that forward through the next few months how much hockey have you played in the past in the heat and humidity the sort of tokyo conditions we're no strangers to Malaysia as the men's squad. Yeah, we normally come here at least once a year um playing some in- invitational tournaments and um yeah, it's really tricky, especially the first training session when you land. I mean, the session is always designed just to keep you off your bed and make sure you're getting over the jet lag. So it's always hard and it's always in the middle of the day and it's always 35 degrees, but feels like 45 degrees in the hu- humidity. So it can be really challenging. It can really play on the mental, um, on the mental side of things because this, I've, I've, you know, I've witnessed loads of really good players, uh, just in the first few training sessions in these conditions sort of break down um, and lose the plot. Getting this sort of you know, regular or regular as possible um, when combined with some heat chamber sessions, this exposure to heat and humidity is going to be really important because we can't be, we can't be starting slowly in Tokyo uh, because that's sort of how we went about the Rio games and it didn't end very well for us. So we need to make sure that the first couple of games in, in Tokyo that we're, that we're ready for anything that, that can come up it's a significant week for the olympic games i mean rather like new year's eve new year's eve happens at different times across the world and australia and new zealand see it early on it's 100 days to go to the tokyo games you're gonna because you're so far that way you're gonna get 100 days to go before us back in the uk does it is it a marker that's of significance to you adam yeah it, it definitely is um i know that the you know the Olympic torch is starting to be paraded, and that's always a sign that things are gathering a bit momentum in the in the host country. But a hundred days is going to go by so quickly; it's almost uh, 
it's a marker for like, right, we actually <laughs> need to really knuckle down now. And I think it will be almost just a, a psychological kick up the backside for, for quite a lot of players in, um, in that it's, it's really close now. I think, you know, we're probably going to be picking a team where the Olympic selection will be made, if, you know, probably a month and a half out from the game. So, you know, if you, you look at it that way, we're, we're sort of 50 days away from selection there or thereabouts it can be a really pressurized and really challenging period in the in the build-up but it's not to get carried away we're obviously wanting to win all these games whilst we're here but history would also tell us that we don't want to peak too soon so we're not going to get carried away at 100 days but as long as we're sort of trekking in the right direction and hitting hitting the markers physically and stick and ball wise with on on the pitch then I think um, we'll just be looking to start those first few games absolutely firing. My experiences of the Rio games, we actually a few weeks out from the games, we were playing some of the best hockey that we'd ever played as a squad. And then we sort of peaked too soon and we were pretty tired and lethargic when it came to Rio. So we're sort of learning from that sort of mistake that have, uh, those sort of mistakes that have happened in the past and um, hoping not to to re- recreate them and how about the dad side of things last time we spoke you i think it was 10 days since you become a father and another you you mentioned another couple of members of the squad were new dads too your first time away for any significant length of time how does that feel does it feel any different yes yeah, it's, it's been really tough luckily I had a bit of a trial run with a couple of days in belgium about five or six weeks ago where my wife was just able to get used to um, dealing with stuff on her own because um, it's very difficult knowing that, you know, stuff does go a bit pear-shaped. So when you've got a baby and all the admin and a dog and, you know, all sorts of things to look after. But she came through the the few days whilst we were in Belgium like, perfectly. And I think what has actually probably hit me more recently um, has been the news that there won't be any overseas spectators at the games. My wife and boy were we're going to be there um so long as I got picked and um that would have been a really really nice thing for me selfishly but I'm sure also for them to maybe look back on in years to come um having watched um me play in Olympic Games um in Tokyo as captain so I think um at first I sort of brushed off the news and I, I sort of sort of expected it to come that no overseas spectators would be allowed but I think more and more I've thought about it is actually having someone some people who are really close to you at the games is just a bit of reassurance and um nice to know you've got a support network nearby um so that has obviously that's hit me pretty hard the last few days um and I'm sure it has the other new fathers in the team as well well Adam what have you got out there Three or four weeks, is it? It's about two and a half weeks in total. So um, it was a bit of a fine toss-up between the length of quarantine and the amount of games that we're going to get. It was obviously, you know, there was going to be a tipping point at some at some point. And um, yeah, we've got six days in isolation and then about eight days where we can squeeze in five games. But actually, looking at the bigger picture, it's going to be between now and the games, it's going to be really, really difficult to get um, international fixtures in. So it was an opportunity we couldn't turn down. Um, and I think as a small sacrifice or a large sacrifice, whichever way you're inclined to look at it, I think six days stuck in a hotel room on your own was, was worth it. 
yeah, even managed to get a bit of sleep in at the same time. <laughs> bit of catch up. <laughs> yes. Enjoy the quiet from uh, the little boy <laughs> and enjoy your time on the Xbox. Make the most of the next few days. <laughs> Thanks. And hope it goes well. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for joining me. No worries. I'll have another chat with Adam later this week. And tomorrow it's an episode celebrating the 100 days to go to the start of the Olympics this summer. Well, if you're enjoying listening, please consider making a donation to Maggie's Cancer Centres. I'm raising money for them as a thank you for what they've done for my family during the last year. Just a couple of pounds of virtual coffee would be much appreciated. Go to justgiving.com, search Destination Tokyo, or you can find the details in the show notes. Thanks again for listening today. Chat again soon. Bye bye.